This is Inside Purple and Gold. Hey, welcome to Inside Purple and Gold Vikings Odyssey's podcast. Jace Frederick, Dane Mizutani here. Looking forward to Sunday. The Vikings make the trip to London to play the one and two Saints in a, I would say, pivotal NFC showdown uh, between two teams that entered the season with high aspirations and look probably forward to cementing themselves. The Vikings maybe as like this is a chance to say like, hey, we're legit NFC contenders um, moving to three and one, setting yourself up well through the first quarter of the season and the Saints maybe trying to save their season. Um, if you go to one and three, it can be hard to recover. I and mean, this is a team that thought pretty highly of itself, thought that it would be a team that would contend with the Buccaneers to win the NFC South and going one and three is not really the path to do that. So a lot on the line for the game that will kick off at 830 Central on NFL Network. And then if you're listening in the Minnesota Twin Cities market, it will also be on KSTP Channel 5. Uh, Dane, what are kind of your just initial thoughts of the importance of this game and how everything sets up? I think it's it's probably more important for the Saints, honestly. Like because like you said, going down to one and three, it's it takes a lot of work to dig yourself out of that hole. Say the Vikings lose this game. They're two and two. They're still in position with the way their schedule lines up to to make a playoff run. Um or a run towards the playoffs. I don't know if they're making a playoff run with this roster. So I think it's more important for the Saints. But here's why it's important for the Vikings. Because They've been so up and down the first three weeks of the season. I know they're two and one. Um, so impressive against Green Bay. So unimpressive against Philly. And just kind of a blah game against Detroit. Probably lean more on the side of unimpressive. So you just kind of feel like, what is this team? If they come out and beat the Saints, uh, I think you can start to feel a little bit more hopeful about where this season is going. Um, if they're able to do it in a certain fashion. Right. If they're able to kind of control the game from from the onset. And there are there are so many variables that go into this London game. It's an 830 start central. Um, we'll talk a little bit about, you know, the, the travel and the differences of that. Um, so it's going to be hard to see or hard to get a gauge of like, is this the optimal Vikings team? Is this the optimal Saints team? Probably not. Um, so more important for the Saints, but I think it's a chance for the Vikings to take a step forward um, in a season that's kind of been rather blah to this point, in my opinion. Yeah, and I think this will actually show me something about the Vikings. And you can say, hey, it's a one and two Saints team. Um, you know, is it that impressive of a win? But frankly, like this is a good roster for all intents and purposes. It's it's banged up and we'll talk about that more even um, as we get into each side of the ball and the breakdowns there. But this is a good Saints team for all, like everybody kind of thought this would be a, a playoff-like team and they're desperate. Uh, this is like a must win for them. So if the Vikings can answer the call there and and stand up to a team that needs this win more than they do and, and just simply win by outperforming them, like That'll show me a lot, I think. Um, and that would definitely boost my confidence in this Vikings team and and its consistency, as you talked about, and its ability to to show up um, week after week and, and find ways to get it done, which is not something it's done in the past. Like, people want to talk about, like, oh, the old Vikings lose last week. Like, no, they don't. Uh, they beat Detroit. They, they would do that every single time at home. Um, they won their fair share of didn't play well, but won last year against Carolina, Detroit, all of it. The Vikings teams of old do not probably win this week. Um, they probably don't come back off of that and beat what I still think is a pretty good team, a team that has to win this game. So, but obviously, like like London is like the X factor in all of this. Um, playing at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, I know 
for some reason, I feel like every Minnesota person I follow on Twitter likes Tottenham. So maybe there's some special meaning to those people um, as far as English Premier League teams. But like the whole idea of this being in England is is interesting. And what's really interesting to me is the two teams took such different approaches this week. Now, the Saints flew out like right after their get lost to yeah. Carolina on Sunday. Got there like they were there like. They caught basically the red eye. They were there like Monday morning central time um, and they've been there all week. Um, I've seen like NFL network coverage, like tons of talking to the Saints because they're on site and the Saints are on site. The Vikings leave today um, after practice today. They leave tonight um, and they get there Friday local time. Uh, so it's one team is like there for the whole experience, acclimating all week, going to be on local time there. Um and one team is basically like showing up and saying, hey, let's play some football. Uh, what do you think of the two strategies? What do you think maybe plays out better? Yeah, I think it's interesting because like there's so much that goes into these decisions like scientifically or like from a sports science standpoint. And like, I, look, I don't think the Saints just decided like on a whim, like, hey, let's just leave after the game. I think some thought and rationale went into that. And, and from the Viking standpoint, they weren't just like, oh, well, I guess we'll leave uh, Thursday night. Like, no, some thought and rationale went into that. And it's just interesting to me that that these two, you know, thought process can can lead up to and land on such different outcomes. Like, I don't know who, who it's going to benefit more, but listening to Tyler Williams for the Vikings, he, he's the executive director of, let me get this right, player health and performance. Um, whatever that means. Um, he, he's the sports science guy in TCO Performance Center in Egan. He talked to reporters yesterday, um, and it was interesting. Like, his whole concept was like, we're trying to keep the Vikings players and coaches and and everyone on the same, like, he kept using the word circadian rhythm, which I haven't heard since, like, middle school science. Internal clock, basically, right? Like, yeah, exactly. But the goal of the Vikings this week is to operate on central time. basically in the lead up when they are in central time on the plane, when they're in London, when they're playing the game. And then when they come back, they, they almost never want to get off of central time in their brain, which is interesting. Um, the thing I thought was most interesting about that is like the Vikings are just as much preparing for week five and how yeah, they right. feel as they are week four in London. Right. So like the, the drawback, the saints are going to be there. <clears throat> been there since Monday, like you said, in London, they're going to feel probably in pretty good shape come Sunday. They've literally lived in London, adjusted to the time change. Uh, I think the worry from that standpoint is like, how are you going to feel in week five? Are you going to feel jet lag coming back home? Um, you know, for, for, for their perspective, like in New Orleans next week, Tuesday, are they going to feel jet lagged heading into their week five matchup with, um, I don't even know who it Seattle. is. Okay. So the Vikings are trying to get, get away from that completely. Um, leaving today, like you said, on Thursday night, getting in Friday morning. Um, we don't know what's going to work. Like, honestly, like in the grand scheme of things, this whole thing kind of feels silly to me. Like we yeah. all go on vacation, right? Like, I, look, my family's from Hawaii. I go to Hawaii like once a year to visit family. And I'm not like planning like, okay, when do I leave on this day? So I don't feel too jet lag when I get there. And then like, Ooh, like when do I come back so I can feel in tip top shape for work? Like, no, I just push it to the end. And like, like normal people adapt to time changes, like pretty easily. I would assume athletes can do that as well. So like, I get it. You want to maximize your performance, 
but what are, what are we really talking about here? Like sleep? Like I get it, but it, I mean, it's still kind of funny to me. We break down every aspect of every matchup and it, like ad nauseum to like ridiculous degree. So of course we're going to break this down. Everybody is. And, and whoever loses, like, it's going to be like, well, the other team chose the better strategy. I guess that's what everybody should do moving forward. Um, so I can't wait for that over analysis of like the Vikings just come out and get stomped. It won't just mean that the saints are better, which is quite possible. Um, it'll be, ah, smarter. Went out on Monday. smarter. Should have went out on Monday. Um, dang. I am interested with like the internal clock thing. I know I get it like preparing for week five. So are the Vikings, like they want their players to be like, all right, it's eight 30. Let's kick it off. Let's play some football. Um, because I can tell you if somebody played peewee football, it was not easy. Um, <laughs> waking up at eight o'clock and playing games sometimes. I can't imagine doing that as a professional athlete. That seems a little weird to me. Um, I, I Actually, guess I'd rather I feel like it was at least noon. Yeah. I asked Tyler Williams about that yesterday too. I was like, well, so you, you want them to operate on central time. He's like, yes, we want them to operate their brain on central time the whole time. Is there a concern that their brain will be on central time and it will be eight 30 in their brain when it is two 30 in London or whatever. And the saints are ready to play. Are you worried they're going to be like sluggish? And he's like, no, I'll give them caffeine. <laughs> like, we'll just give them a cup of coffee. Oh, yeah. And go out, just, and, go just out and play. <laughs> you know, that's what I want to do before physical activity is like maybe like three lattes, you know, and then go out there and, and just start running around. You know, that's a great idea. Yeah, throw a monster in the body and, and go play some football. The, the funniest part about yesterday was like out of all, like this dude is super smart. Like Tyler yeah. Williams, like really, really smart dude. Smarter than us, like a like hundred times uh, so smarter. Than so us. much smarter, so yeah. much smarter than us. Like all of this, this went in. Like there's a lot of thought went into this. So we we kind of make fun of this tongue in cheek, but like yesterday, like out of all like the smart stuff he said, of all like the using circadian rhythm and this and that and internal body clock and <clears throat> like it sounds like two of the biggest things that are going to get the Vikings to London, back from London, and ready to play in week four in London and week five back, you know on 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 in the United States is they're going to use a lot of melatonin on the plane and Friday night. And they're going to use a lot of caffeine on Saturday and Sunday. So it's like two things that I, I took melatonin last night. I drank a cup of coffee before we recorded this podcast. Like you're doing it like, too, man. Yeah. Like all of this is just so funny to me. Um, you're right. It, it will be like a, like a, at nauseum breakdown, like who was the smarter team? Like if the Vikings just come out and just destroy the Saints, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, wow, the Saints were idiots for flying out right after the game. And if the Saints come out and destroy the Vikings, it's going to be like, well, of course they did. Like how did they think they were just going to be able to adjust to time so quickly? Um, at the end of the day, like I, I, I get all of the thought that goes into this. I, I do think there is something that like, these dudes are professional athletes. They're in way better shape than, than, than almost all of us on, on the planet. Like they're going to be fine. I think maybe it'll be a little bit of a sluggish game uh, at, at the start. I do think your adrenaline kind of picks up when you're playing in a football game. Um, I can't speak to experience except for high school football, but like, I'm sure there were times after high school football games where I was like, Oh man, I'm pretty tired. This was a long day. And then the game starts and you're just fine. So I do think, as much as we talk about this, the Vikings are going to be fine on Sunday. I think the Saints are going to be fine on Sunday. I am more curious to see how they, they come out of this on, on in week five. Like, logic would say the Vikings are probably in better shape 
heading up back into week five than the Saints are just because they don't have to adjust to the massive time change. I guess time will tell on that standpoint. Um, but yeah, I can't wait to talk about sleep on Sunday night. Um, if the Vikings come out with their hair on fire and take like a 14-0 lead, I'm definitely chugging like a large cold brew before my next pickup <laughs> basketball game or whatever, like because that's clearly the answer. I remember co- covering the Timberwolves, and he didn't play, so it didn't really matter, but pregame locker room access, Cole Aldrich would just drink a coffee. Uh, like 45 minutes before tip-off every game. And that was to go sit on the end of the bench. But it might have just been like a peak performance type of thing that I didn't know about at the time. And now it makes sense to me, frankly. Uh, I do want to say, like, look, which strategy is better? Um, I would take the same strategy only because I understand playing for Week 5. but uh, And I get why Week 5 is more important for the Vikings because of who it is. But I look at the Week 5 schedule and I say, okay, Saints at home against Seattle, Vikings at home against Chicago. I'd be like, you guys, I think we can win that at 80%. Um, let's try to win the game against the more difficult <laughs> opponent here in London, and then uh, and then we'll just go try to beat this clearly inferior opponent in week five. I understand why the Vikings wouldn't do that. That's a divisional game. You can't drop it. You almost have to like prioritize that over this one. Um, but I think I would take my shot and say, let's really try to win week four, and I think we can take week five and go 2-0 and anyway. But that's enough for the old, uh, the old time clock thing. Uh, <laughs> we'll get into breaking down actual football here after the break.